Yo, what is up? As you can tell, if you look at the timing of when I last released the podcast, I didn't make any predictions on some future fight nights. Well, over the weekend, well, really, I didn't have time to during the week, and I was going to try to over the weekend, but I ended up losing my voice. So if you know me in real life, I'm not the social butterfly. I'm not a very talkative person. I mean, I use this podcast to pseudo talk to a lot of people, but it's still not a lot of people actually physically in front of me. So when I'm talking to a lot of people, I kind of don't know when to stop, especially if I hadn't seen them in three or four years, you know, just catching up. So lost my voice, couldn't record a YouTube video, couldn't train, couldn't do much of anything since I was so busy. And losing my voice on top of that did not help. But I did want to touch on the controversy, which was Alexa Grosso versus Valentina Shevchenko. Now, I like I said, I was out, so I didn't get to see the entire card. Uh, internet access was hit or miss. But I did see the last three fights, which is Raul Rosas Jr. versus Terrence Mitchell. Kevin Holland, Jack Della Maddalena, and Alexa Grasso, and Valentina Shemcheko. Now, Raul Rosa Jr., really easy fight to describe. He won in 54 seconds. Um, just flat out beat the dude. No, <laughs> nothing to really report on. He's just turned 19 years old, and he's had three fights in the UFC. So he's on his way up to being a rising star. Uh... I don't even know who's really in the bantamweight contention right now. Why don't we look? Because he will be well on his way to uh, at least somewhat near a title fight. All right, let's look. Oh, no. Oh, no. He has a long run. Well, Frankie Edgar is out. But, Man, he's had he's gonna have a long road. I just thought about it. Let me look at Sure Dog actually. You see Phantom Weight Rankings. Now I don't remember who Terrence Mitchell is, to be honest. But he is a he's a veteran. it's not like he's new to the UFC, he's thirty three years old. It's just unfortunate. <laughs> Like, uh, I was listening to Bisping's podcast about it, and he said his son watched the fight. And he was like, I feel bad for the guy. He's 33, and he just got beat by a 19-year-old, which is fair because at 19, most people don't have a family. Most people don't have large bills. You know, you might have your phone bill or your, your car note or your parents are helping you pay for. But, you know, you don't have to worry about much like at 33 you might have a full family you got a mortgage you got a car payment you got multiple kids you got one going to school one in daycare one going to sports you have a wife you have all that stuff going for you and then you got to try to fight right you got to try to ignore all those things and try to fight which is tough because um, if you've never done it then you're it's literally day to day um, now let me look. So if we're starting at, I mean, 20, we got Adrian Giannis going up to 17. We got said 
Namagamedov. I don't know why I had trouble with that. 15, you got Cody Garbrandt. You got Umar, Ricky Simone, Chris Gutierrez, Pedro Munoz, Rob Flaunt, Dominic Cruz, Song Yadong, Henry Cejudo, Peter Young, Marlon Vera, Corey Sanhagen, Marab, Aljamain, and O'Malley. Now, realistically, I do not think he's going to get it there anytime soon because that is definitely a murderer's row of competitors to get through to get even ranked, let alone to the top five. But he is 19. He can make a lot of improvements if he wants to. He has all the time in the world. Um, hoping for the best. He's been doing pretty good. I mean, he got tested once and he lost, but that's to be expected when you're 18. You don't have any experience um, unless you're like John Jones, which is a wild man. Um, but congrats to him. 54 seconds. Easy night in the books. Uh, moving on to Jack Della Maddalena versus Kevin Holland. And a lot of people thought this fight was boring. I wasn't one of them because I like strategy as much as I like knockouts. So I can swing either way in how a fight goes. Now, Kevin Holland obviously showed us that he was great with the knees down the middle and the striking in his previous fight versus Michael Chiesa. So we thought much of the same going into Jack Della Maddalena fight. Um, we know Jack's a good boxer, but I didn't know if Kevin Holland could take him down. And I think, I can't remember when it happened, but he did stuff a takedown. But the cool thing, or the I, I guess the odd thing for most people, when Kevin Holland would try to fight in to get to the clinch, Jack Maddalena would um, always disengage. And I guess people thought he was like, not trying to fight him or trying to get away from him as in like avoiding the clinch. But if you remember, that's exactly how Michael Chiesa kind of lost the fight. Those knees down the middle. He's a very tall, lanky welterweight. And Jack is known for his boxing. He's not like a tall, lanky guy. He is built, not built like a boxer, but built for boxing rather than jujitsu or wrestling. Um, so when he did that, people were thinking that it was just a boring fight. I was like, man, if you knew what taking a knee to the solar plexus of the stomach felt like, now couple that with him being a professional fighter, it's even worse, right? It's even worse because there's accuracy involved, there's more power, um, and you're just in a fight, right? You got nothing else to do. You have to fight. You can't avoid it. You get knee in the stomach on accident. Like, yeah, that sucks. Now think about it's coming at at a million miles per hour while getting punched, while getting grappled. So I'm not mad at how this fight ended. Um, Neither took so much damage where I I don't think they could fight maybe by the end of the year if they're wild. Remember, Kevin Holland did fight five times in a year. So it's not odd for him. If he does get another fight. Well, I don't see Jack fighting again at the end of the year right now. So we'll see what goes on. Um, what I wonder what the welterweight picture looks like. UFC welterweight division. Because I think it's been kind of quiet with um, 
Leon Edwards and and uh, Colby Covington having a fight soon. Yeah, we got Kamaru, who is idle right now. Bilal, who's been idle, but no one's no one's willing to fight him right now. Let's see. Oh, Ian Gary sounds like a good matchup. Jag and Ian Gary. Jeff Neal's there. Vincente Luque. Sean Brady. Neil Magny. Always welcome for a game. Kevin Holland actually called out Neil Magny. Um, winner or loser has to cut his hair, which is hilarious. There's Wonder Boy, Shavkat, Gilbert, Hamzat. I mean, it's so weird that Colby is even getting a shot. Let's see. How long has he been inactive? He's not even in the ranking because he's been inactive for more than 15 months. That is ridiculous. I mean... Let me click on him. 12 or 14 and 1. Um, BRDA. Damian Maya. Don Young Kim. Brian Barbarina. I mean, I need to look up his big record. Colby Covington. Here we go. Jorge, Jorge win, Kamaru lost, Tyron win, Kamaru lost, Robbie win, RDA win, Damian Maya win, Dong Hyun Kim win, Brian Barrina. So he's obviously won more than he's lost, but he's lost to Kamaru twice. Jorge's retired. Tyron's retired, Robbie's retired, RDA should retire, Damian Maya's retired. So he fought all these guys, 2017, 2018, 2019. Fought all these guys near the end of their careers. Colby Covington is not, I wouldn't say he's average, he's above average, he's not bad. But RDA, Robbie Lawler, Tyron Woodley, all three of them or. Not RDA, but Damian Maya, Robbie Lawler, Tyron Woodley, all retired. Um, RDA is just fighting out his contract. I don't know what he's actually doing because he's not going to be champion again. And Kamaru Usman just lost twice to the current champion, Leon. In which I think Kobe never really had a shot versus Kamaru in the first place. And then he beat the journeyman himself, Jorge Masvidal. Now... This is not downplaying Jorge as a fighter, but he lost four in a row. Beat a green Darren Till, Ben Askren broke hip, Nate Diaz basically retired. Lost to Wonder Boy, lost to Damian Maya. Beat Cowboy, beat Jake Ellenberger, beat Ross Pearson. Um, let's see. I mean, look at this. Three, five. Seven. So he's seven and six in his last 13 fights. What? Four coming. Four losses coming in a row. And then the majority of his losses coming after 2017. So he has one, two, three, four, five, six. He's three for six since 2017. 
losing to Damian Maya, Wonder Boy, Kamaru, Kamaru, and Colby, and Gilbert. So I don't put too much stock into Colby Covington beating um, Leon Edwards. We'll see. I mean, will his cardio be able to outlast Leon striking? I don't know. I really don't know. I can't tell you because Leon, I think he's also, what is it, 12 in a row, 13 in a row. And that's nothing to slouch at, but I wouldn't say he's such an elite juggernaut to where I would put him in that ranking one. So 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Oh, 11 in a row, one no contest. Um, but he's beat RDA. Cowboy, Brian Barberina, Vincente Luque, Kamaru twice, Nate Diaz, I poke with Bilal. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he beat the guy that beat the Kobe Covington twice, and he beat him twice. So we'll be the judge of that. I guess we'll see when the fight comes to see who's going to be out on top because I really can't tell. Um, but I'm going to get to this interesting fight. Alexa Grasso, Valentina Shevchenko. Now, Valentina came out like a whole new woman this fight. It was super, super aggressive. Um, did get knocked down in the second round. Uh, and But for the majority of the fight, I would say 3-2 to two, Valentina. Valentina had more control over more aspects of the fight. But I wouldn't claim it as a robbery if he had it for Alexa Grasso. Because they were all swing rounds. Like, Valentina would win early, and Alexa Grasso would pick up late. But was Alexa Grasso's pickup worth more than what Valentina did at the beginning? I mean, that's for you to determine. But there was some controversy at the end of the fight. So if you... Obviously, it's been a couple days past the event... So I'm not spoiling it for anybody, but Alexa Grasso retained her title with it being a majority draw, right? And the reason why it was a majority draw is that one judge, Mike Bell, gave Alexa Grasso a 10-8 in round five. Now, round five was a 10-8 for neither fighter. You could argue that it was a 10-9 either way. <clears throat> because like I said, Valentina took over the beginning part of the round. And Alexa Grasso finished the round strong. If you wanted to give a 10-9 either way, go right ahead. Um, I think Valentina would have won on that card if it would have been that way. So to see a 10-8 in a round where no one got knocked down. No one got, like, dominated for it to warrant a 10-8. It's weird, right? And round two, when Valentina got knocked down and basically 
beat up the whole round, was not a 10-8 on his card. But the last round was a 10-8 on his card. Weird, right? So <laughs> I did some research, and the odds for a draw ranged from plus 4,500 to plus 5,500. Now, I'm not saying, I am not saying that he is a corrupt judge. Don't get that twisted. But 10-8 doesn't make sense. Majority draw doesn't make sense because it wasn't even right down the middle. Somebody won. Um, It just depended on how you judge the fight, but somebody won. It wasn't flat out even where it looked like nobody was doing anything. Both of them were going back and forth. Valentina had one, had two clear rounds. I know Alexa had one clear round, but all the other rounds were were, uh, up for grabs. Right, and not up for grabs like in it was a draw. Up for grabs like I don't know. I still don't know the criteria. I'm going to look up the criteria one day and just explain it so I can actually judge these fights correctly. But um, there was no ten eights anywhere. I think it was a ten nine all around. Let me see. Let me see if I can find the fight cards. Let's see, fight card. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Actually, I think I can get it here if I can go to my page. Sorry, folks. The internet's kind of slow today. Let's see. Are you kidding me? Alright, I think I can find it here. There it is. Alright, let me see the card. So Mike Bell, 910 Shevchenko, 109 Grosso, 910 Shevchenko, 910 Shevchenko, and then 108 Grosso. <coughs> so he gave Shevchenko a nine the round he got she got knocked down, but gave an eight. In a round where she pretty much, she might have lost, but she didn't get beat up. 10-9, 48, 47, yeah, so if she would have got 10-9, that would have gave her the win. So, it really doesn't make sense. And I don't like to call robberies. Because I'm not a judge, I'm not a fighter. I'm 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 going to be neither, and it's not my actual place to comment on that aspect, right? 
Like, I can have an opinion. Yeah, everybody can have an opinion, but everyone has opinions, right? None of it really matters because there's facts on hand. You can think whatever, but that's what the facts say, right? So, when you see a 10-8, when there's nary a 10-8 to be found on, what is it, 5, 10, 14 other scores, there's no 10-8s anywhere else. But that round five, where it makes it a 47-47 majority draw. It's just frustrating when stuff like that happens. Because now they have to fight again. Because really, who's going to who's gonna stop it at the draw, right? And I think they're supposed to be having a big conference or something this week about uh, judging. So hopefully that gets remedied. And we get a third fight after Valentina... Fixes her thumb because I think she broke her thumb. Um, and yeah, let's see other fights coming up. Now I'm gonna try to, <laughs> I'm gonna try to make some predictions on these next fights coming up because um, I do have more time and I have my voice. You got Fazia versus Mateusz Gamera. That's gonna be a good fight. Bryce Mitchell, Dan Ige, Grant Dawson, Bob Green, Joe Fryer, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. Oh, that should be a good fight. Alex Moreno, Joaquin Buckley, Drew Dober. Okay, so we do got some good fights coming up. Sadiq Yusuf, Edson Barbosa, Jennifer Maia, Vivian Arujo. Yeah, that's going to be a good fight. And then UFC 294, Islam Hacha versus Charles Oliveira, Hamza Paulo. Nasruddin Imabov versus Ikram Alskarov. Said Muin Gafarov, Mohamed Yaha, Trevor Peak, Mike Breeden. Yeah, these should be good cards coming up. We got a good solid month. Let's see. 14th, 21st, November 4th, November 11th, November 18th. Okay, we got. It, we we got fights all the way up to Thanksgiving week, folks. So stay tuned. Uncle Phil will be back. I'm still slightly recovering, but you guys can hear me. I can I can speak, and I did cough once. <laughs> uh, so yeah, hopefully I can get all the stuff that I want done. Sorry for the delay. Sorry for everything. You know, life happens. It happens to the best of us, but we keep fighting. We keep pushing. It is um, Thursday, so don't. Go out too hard tonight on Thursday, Thursday, especially folks who have work on Friday. But who am I to judge? I did it. Go play. Go work. Let's go. Peace.